welcome back. Thank you for joining us for another episode. We are so excited to share a new recipe, a new menu with you today. Today we have Katie joining us and I will let her introduce what she's going to talk about. You're going to love it. Okay, so today I'm going to tell you about the perfect pot roast. And this is a Pioneer Woman recipe. Um, and it's super simple and kind of gives you no excuse for not having having a Sunday lunch ready. <laughs> and, you know, that's for many years. I don't know if it was just the South or all over, but Sunday afternoon pot roast, that was a staple for a lot of families. For sure. I think she even has this pot roast recipe under the heading of, of Sunday dinners. So it is a thing, I guess, in the South. Um, but this recipe is so super easy. Every time I make it, I'm like, why do I not do this more often? Because it is, it's literally just um, throwing some things in, in a pot and putting it in the oven and it just cooks, you know, while you're at church. <laughs> That's so nice. So how early do you start it? How many hours prep ahead of time do you have to Okay, begin? so I would probably, I'm trying to, to judge how I would do this. I probably would, you know, start at 7 o'clock in the morning if I was going to do this for a Sunday lunch. Um, I would chop my, it's it's chopping some onions, um, carrots, and then one of the secrets about the, the meat, well, first off, chuck roast is the way to go. Um, I know there's rump roast, and I have had rump roast before, but it's not nearly as, as flavorful and tender as chuck roast. Um, and so, you know, with your chuck roast, you put salt and pepper on the, the meat and then sear it in the, in a hot, you know, hot skillet and on both sides. And I think that's just, you know, that locks in the, the flavor and the moisture and everything. So that's how you get it started. And then in that same pot, you saute your, your vegetables, your onions and carrots. Um, you don't even have to chop your onions up very small. It's just literally cut them in half. Um, yes, if you're slow cooking, it'll just become so tender they'll fall apart and be easy to get the size piece that you want later on. Exactly. And then the carrots, um, one shortcut that I have found is just using bagged um, baby carrots. Oh, that's and so easy. So easy. I literally dump a bag of baby carrots into this recipe and I mean I don't even cut mine up because they're usually such you know small pieces small already yeah. that that's it's kind of a, a perfect size so that's a, a super easy way to save time mm -hmm. of course you know fresh carrots are probably a little more delicious but um if you don't have the time you can totally use um, baby carrots out of a bag so um once you saute those you put your meat back into the pot with the vegetables and um, cover with a little, some um, beef broth and put fresh rosemary and thyme in, on the top. And that is the secret to this recipe. It makes it so delicious and flavorful. Um, of course, if you don't have fresh rosemary and thyme, you can totally use uh, uh, dried herbs. I do that most of the time actually. So it, it's, equally as delicious. Um, so if you in the summertime have an herb pot, that would be perfect. You can buy fresh sprigs of herbs in the grocery stores. Most grocery stores have it in their 
um, vegetable section, mm-hmm. like their produce section. Yes. And, but, you know, if you don't want to spend the money, you could just, like she said, use the use the dry that you already probably mm-hmm. have in your pantry. Exactly. Yes. So it, that just is um, such a, okay, so you put your herbs on it, cover it with um, a lid, stick it in the oven on low, 275, and let it cook. And it cooks for, I guess, depending on the size of, of the roast that you choose if you have a you know like a three pound three to three and a half pound roast you're gonna let that cook for um for i think three to three and a half hours and then if your roast is bigger if you have more like a five pound roast if you're gonna feed a bigger crowd then you're gonna let one of that to cook for about four to five hours um i think the low heat the 275 is is another um reason this turns out so delicious because it cooks at a lower heat for a longer time and um it's super super delicious you get home from church your house smells wonderful you might want to whip up some mashed potatoes you could pull out a, a, a even pull out a bagged salad and some crusty bread you know it's just super super simple to throw together and because Cooking lunch after church on Sundays, it is, you're already getting out late and, you know, everybody's hungry, so you want something quick. And this is just, this is a great recipe for that. That is, yeah, you don't want to come home from from church and be looking around and thinking, where do I start? (laughs) Because your entire family is looking at you starving. (laughs) They're already ready. And especially if you have guests trotting over right after church. Right. I actually did that one time when I was very young and and first married. We, my husband had invited a family to come over after church and I just made the assumption that they would go home and change clothes and then come over. Oh no, they... (laughs) They followed us home from church, <laughs> and there I was with the baby and wanting to change clothes, and lunch wasn't heated up. It wasn't sitting in the oven, and uh, that was a learning experience for me. No, don't assume anything. If you have people coming over, you better make sure you know what time they're coming and have a, a plan in place to be prepared for when they walk in the door. Have something in a crock pot or in the oven and not have too much prep time once yes, they're there. So true. And and speaking of crock pot, you can make this recipe in the crock pot as well. You still go through the the beginning steps on the stove. You want to sear your meat and, and season and, you know, do your vegetables and everything. But once you do that, you just throw it all together in the crock pot and, and let it cook. Um, I think a crock pot, like low setting is close to 200 degrees and a high setting is close to 300 degrees. So, um, if you wanted it to cook on low, you would need to cook it for, for a few more hours, but you could totally cook it on high for, um, for the same amount that she's, she's mentioning in the recipe here. So usually low just makes, it ensures you're going to have a real tender roast. Yes. Sometimes cooking on high, it, should, it doesn't have enough time to become as tender as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So the the low and slow is the best way to go. Yes. Her daughter was very excited about her doing this podcast because she, she told me, my mom makes the best roast I've ever tasted. <laughs> I just need to know all of her tips and secrets. So... <laughs> Which is so funny because it is the most simple thing I think that I cook. So I can't believe I haven't <laughs> haven't given her this big secret of this easy recipe. Well, she just says, "Well, my, I always have it at mom's 
house, but I guess I need to know how to cook it so one day I can make it at mine. But with roast, people either love roast or hate roast. And I think it's because it all depends on whether they've had one that's tender, fall apart, melt mm -hmm. in your mouth, or chewy and tough. If you have the second kind, you don't like roast. So this one, it's you're you're pretty sure to have success. Yes, definitely. And that's my mother-in-law. She is a wonderful example of um, a woman who is hospitable and welcomes people into her home and would have people over, you know, every week. Um, if there was a new family visiting, she would invite them over for lunch. She would have uh, my family over and all of our kids and and but she every time she made a roast it was almost like she was apologizing because <laughs> she <laughs> did not like roast and I and I think you're right I think she just maybe she didn't know how to cook it <laughs> she needs this no, she this needs, podcast that's right, that's right. some <laughs> of this the tips the secret tips <laughs> okay have we covered all of your tips for this recipe I think so I'm serious it's so super easy and um every I do I, I Every time I make it, I'm just like, okay, this this is a great recipe for um, having a crowd. I will say, I have even um, bought, like at Sam's Club, I know I have seen they have a double pack of chuck roast. So, there's oh, like nice. two, three and a half pound um, chuck roast, and I have done that for, for a bigger group. And just, you know, you cook it the same way. Of course, you need a, a big enough pot <laughs> right. to fit, fit two, two of those. But um, you just go follow the recipe exactly because you have two of the same size pieces of meat. So you can still cook it for the same amount of time, but you're doubling the, um, the amount of food. So that's, that's a good way to um, kind of make this into a, a, crowd, a crowd meal. So. Crowd pleaser. Yes. Very good. Well, thank you for sharing that menu tip with us. What would your best advice be for showing hospitality in your home to make people feel welcome and that they are, when they come into your home, that it is a, a warm, welcoming environment? Goodness. I, I think I would say um, just be yourself and be... Um, you know, I think a lot of people get nervous about having people in their home and, you know, they, they start apologizing for the, you know, the, the chipped platter or the mismatched glasses or plates or, you know, the, the cluttered stack of papers at the end of the they counter. They point out all yes. the things that a guest would never notice. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that is, that's just you know, I know it's probably human nature. We start, you know, judging ourselves and trying to um, apologize for, you know, the kid's messy playroom or something, which all of these things are normal and the way everybody has, you know, everybody has the messy room or the, you know, the chips and the dishes or whatever. Well, and I think doing that makes them feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. Because they can tell you're not comfortable. Yeah. You're apologizing mm -hmm. constantly and all of a sudden they feel... Like, well, you know, if you say, for instance, you make a, a comment about the messy playroom, well, maybe their child shouldn't go in there and play and make it messier, you <laughs> right. know? Like, well, oh, maybe I sh they're worried about keeping it tidy. I need to not let little Joey down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, I think people are just more comfortable if, if you just, you know, 
you be yourself and not make not make excuses for why your house is not pristine and perfect. No one expects that, I don't think. I mean, I sure don't. When I go to someone's home, I am not looking around um, judging them. I'm, I'm, you know, honored that they invited my family and myself mm-hmm. to, to come share a meal with them. So I think that's, that's one thing that, um, that I would recommend just kind of, kind of be, be confident in what you're doing and know that you're, you're offering, um, fellowship and a, a meal, you're feeding their, their bodies. And, and, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. And the more welcoming you are, the more relaxed you are, like I said before, the more relaxed your guests will be, you're going to have a much happier time. They'll be able to laugh and share stories and feel like they're not on pins and needles and you'll just enjoy your fellowship so Mm -hmm. much more. Yeah, they'll feel at home for sure. They will feel at home. What is your must-have kitchen item and where can we find it? Okay, I am going to have to say my air fryer. Um, I have, I got this for my birthday about four months ago, so I haven't had it very long, but I love it. And I have already convinced my mother and my sister to get one, and they did immediately after I told them how wonderful it is. Um, an air fryer is uh, it's just kind of like a little convection oven, and it just circulates heat around you know, whatever it is you're putting in there and, um, you can, you can cook things so much faster. You're not having to turn on your oven to heat up your house. And, um, I don't know, it's just, it's been so versatile for us. We have cooked so many different things in it. Um, and for one, my son who's 12 loves to be able to just go get something, um, out of the freezer, some chicken strips or a corn dog or, you know, any of those unhealthy things that you keep in your <laughs> freezer. Um, and he pops them in and and can easily warm them up. And they're, you know, so much more tasty than sticking them in the microwave. So it crisps it up versus, you know, a microwave would make it soggy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it just tastes, you know, fresh out of the oven. Um, I have made... Um, we actually we, we have made a whole meal <laughs> in our air fryer my husband who loves to cook um one night we had some steaks out and he said you know i'm gonna try to cook these in the air fryer and so um we had already stuck some potatoes in there some whole potatoes that makes wonderful baked potatoes in in way less time and you don't have to heat up your whole oven mm-hmm. and whole house if it's hot summertime you just have but the, the, the Unless you have a large family, if you're cooking a heat, you know, 10, then you wouldn't need to sure. heat up your oven, but cooking sure. maybe three or four. Uh, yes, we cooked three large um, ba- uh, potatoes in there, and, and they just turned out so delicious. So then he he sticks uh, the steaks in there, <laughs> put, you know, put some See seasoning on happens. them, and oh my goodness, they turned out perfectly and we're kind of particular about our steaks and the inside was just so perfectly cooked and they were moist and um so that was really cool and then once the steaks were through he threw some asparagus in there and it was done in just no time some fresh asparagus and I mean we had a delicious meal um so that was fun um we have made uh, all kinds of things, really. I could go on and on. But let me tell you, the one thing that I 
I would buy this air fryer if it were for nothing else than cooking bacon. It makes delicious bacon. It's so easy. You put your bacon in there, set it for 350 degrees for 15 minutes. You walk away, and in 15 minutes, you have the most perfectly cooked crispy bacon um, without all the grease splatters on your stove. You're not having to stand over it, hovering over it, and flipping it several times. It's just so easy and, uh, and really delicious bacon. And as it cooks, the, the bacon is on a rack that has, I guess, holes in the bottom. Mm -hmm. So yes. as it cooks, the, the fat is draining, mm -hmm. draining into off. the bottom. So you open the door and there's your bacon just ready to go straight onto your BLT yeah. or next yeah. to eggs for breakfast Absolutely. or whatever you're cooking it for. And I actually have had it. They made me a BLT, and I can attest it is delicious. It is delicious. And so easy. And then the cleanup is, is super easy. You just take your basket out and, you know, drain your, your baking grease in, into whatever container you want to save for later or throw away or whatever, and then just wipe it out, and you're good to go for mm -hmm. the next thing. So and I think the basket's even dishwasher safe mm -hmm. if you wanted to mm -hmm. do a little bit deeper cleaning. So... Well, and the her husband, he is great at researching and finding a, a product, a brand that, that gets very high ratings. So he did search around, and the brand that they settled on was, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but um, Kosori. Kosori. C-O-S-O-R-I. Mm -hmm. And um, they've been very happy with it. I think ours, we didn't we um, decide the size of ours was the five... 5.8 quart, which um, is their bigger size. Having a family, you know, multiple kids in the family, they wanted one that, that wasn't too small. And so you can find it, I'm, I'm sure, on the Kosori website. Amazon has multiple models, but the 5.8, they can they call it their, their max extra large. And right now it's on sale, and so I'm sure it, it kind of goes on and off, but I will post a link on the particular, the one that they got, so that you can look it up and decide if that's the right one for you. Yes, we've been very pleased, and like you said, there was lots of research yes. <laughs> that went into making this decision. <laughs> yes, he, I'm, I'm very, I usually look look to him and ask him, like, so have you researched, you know, kind of like, what's that, Consumer Reports? Right, exactly. <laughs> Instead of Consumer Reports, it's the Sam Reports. <laughs> Find out if he's researched the product that I'm looking for. So, anyway, well, thank you for sharing all of your tips, a great menu for having company over or for just feeding your own family. But I love this because it can easily be made into a large amount to host guests in your home and, and share a meal with others. So, Thank you for being with me today. Absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Bye.